Hello, strangers on the internet, distilling happiness into an empty void. Welcome to a piping hot episode of Now That's What I Call a Video Games Podcast. Today's episode, Now That's What I Call a Convoluted Genre Definition. Tonight we break down game categories, how we differentiate one type of game from another, how that affects the way the community discusses game categories, and how we feel about it. Because this is our show. I'm Andrew Fasciano, and my favorite animated film is The Iron Giant, and that is my fun fact. That's a good one. I like that movie a lot. Yeah, yeah I love it. It's a, it's a classic. It's got all kinds of good animation and voice acting and uh, makes me cry a little bit, but, mm. you know, only inside. Uh, my name is Adam, and my favorite animated film... I have a lot, but the one that comes to mind right now is I really like I really like the Lion King. That's a fun one. Ooh, that's classy. That's very classy. That's a that's All a Disney. that's yeah. reaching far back into my childhood. I like that one a lot. Yeah. Um, and my name is Zach. I am winning the uh, the not saying your last name at the beginning of the podcast war. And my favorite is probably Atlantis. Ooh. Ooh. Look at yeah. this guy, so sophisticated and refined that he picks one of the more obscure Disney films. Mm. I had to be the the, uh, the hipster of Disney films tonight because I I have a beard and I wear flannels a lot, so I'm guys I guess I'm a hipster. Well, you're now. already two two thirds the way there to hipster hipster dumb. I yeah. see. I see. Adam, Adam, would you join me in a golf clap for uh, for Mr. Zach? Would you? Would you? Oh, thank you. Thank you so much, everyone. Without the visual of us clapping, that could look really, that could sound really weird. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. It's uh, going to, um, I like, you know, I, I gotta be honest, I really liked Atlantis. I was always surprised it didn't do better than it did. Like, it, it seemed like it, it kind of got forgotten, but I liked that one a lot. Yeah, I, I, I was a big fan of it. I like the, the style of it. And I like Mole, little Mole guy. The, uh, I think it was French, but he had all the dirt. He had all the dirt. Oh, I liked the French explosives guy a lot. Yeah, I think I think the like the characters were super fun, um, and then the plot happened, and I was like, eh. Oh, yeah. The, did you ever see the animated series they made about that show, that movie? Oh no! no. no. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Wasn't an animated series. It was a direct to DVD sequel, and it was like, oh, oh no, Atlantis might not be the only city like this. We should find more cities. Spoiler! Uh, they do find more cities. Guess what? It's aliens. Oh, oh that's good. You know what? You know what? Did you did you ever see the Brave Little Toaster? Oh yeah, that was a good one. I saw like I saw the original. I think there was like two sequels. Well, that, that's the one I want to like. Did you ever see the Brave Little Toaster goes to Mars? I did. That that is a weird jump from like metaphor about childhood ending and we're in space. What up? Yeah, I don't know. I, like, I, I don't I don't even remember how they got to Mars. All I know is that they ended up on Mars and they were in a combat arena. I was just like, what? And like nowadays, I keep thinking like, were they in Thunderdome? I, it was probably supposed to be, but we were too young to know. I remember there was like a thing about voting, which was really weird. Like they had to vote for their new leader, and oh. and they like eh, I don't know, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out how did they actually like. I'm trying to remember how did they get to space. Yeah, because it's it's a vacuum, a blanket, a toaster, a radio, and a lamp. How do these things get to space? But like <laughs> SpaceX's ro- rocket can't leave the atmo- can't leave orbit without possibly catching fire. 
I, I yeah. believe I believe what happened is aliens did the teleportation thing, and this is an animated film with talking objects, so you know they might have bent reality's rules a little bit. Whoa, yeah. hold up, hold up. Are you trying to tell me that Brave Little Toaster Goes to Mars might not be on the level for science? I mean, I'm trying to tell you that yes, I'm sorry if I've broken the illusion for oh. you. Yeah. How Jira, I was gonna say something about your Iron Giant movie. Uh did you know that for that one day on Cartoon Network they showed nothing but Iron Giant for twenty four hours? What? Yes, Adam, I do, because that was one of the better days of my childhood because I got oh to Oh my god, that, that was why? That, why on earth did they do this? That almost made me hate that movie. What? How can you hate the Iron Giants? So my love of this movie kind of started out weird. So I really like this movie. But when I first saw it, it was like, oh, hey, they're showing Iron Giant nonstop for like the whole next two days or something. Um, and it was like, that sounds really dumb. Why would they do that? And like every time I would flip to Cartoon Network, it'd be at the same point. So I saw it from like when they're at the junkyard to the end, like four or five times. And I was like, uh... I just want to watch something else. And Nickelodeon has nothing. I see. And, and Disney has nothing, and Cartoon Network has Iron Giant. What am I supposed to do? Go outside? Fuck that idea. Watch the Iron Giant and learn to love life. Wait, well, I, eventually do, I sat down, I caught it like right as it started, and I sat down and watched it, and it's like, this is such a beautiful film, I love it. <laughs> I, I wish I could be Superman, but holy fuck, that was a really, really weird way of watching that movie. That is very strange. I, I'm still curious as to why they ran Iron Giant for 24 hours? Uh, probably, <clears throat> probably some weird hiccup in scheduling, and they decided to pretend it was a holiday. That's that tends to be a thing back in uh, those really? days. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I'm just guessing, but I'm I don't think they said, "Oh, let's like show it on repeat all day" because they wanted to. I this is me guessing. It could be it could be uh, any number of reasons. It, it might have been like a filmmaker's or a, an animator's strike or something like that. Oh, possibly, possibly. That'd be interesting. I'd be really curious to know why they did this. I think we should look it up, and I think you, Adam, should tell me how your week's going, because I haven't seen you in a while. Well, I haven't seen you in a while either, Zach. It's been, it's been a long time. You well, my week has been per perplexing yeah, you and full. Called, you just called Drew Zach. I did not. Drew's friend Zach and Zach's friend Drew. Uh, I know exactly um, who I was talking to. I am going I to go back through these tracks, and I am going to prove it to you, but go I, ahead. I'm using object references to point at particular bits of data I want. Oh, of course. Of course. My bad. Uh, so let's see how my week's been. It's been pretty good. Uh, I think I said last week I've been... My company's working on a big release, and we're almost done. This Friday, it, it's going to go out the door one way or the other. I'm like, boy, I can't wait to enjoy my weekend, I says. And then they get called up and says... How about no, though? I'm like, okay, I'll come in for like an hour or so. But that was the only uh -huh. downer thing. Uh, I've been playing a lot more Persona 5. Not as much really? as I want to. I'm still pretty early. Um, Boy, that game's really good. I like where, that game. Wait, wait, wait. Um, how, how many, have you beaten any palaces? I think I'm getting close to beating the first one. So uh, Wait, how many times, how many days did you take off? Huh? Go beat that palace. What do you mean? Like... How many how many days in the game have you taken to beat the first palace? I, I don't know. I feel like I'm still in the tutorial. You gotta realize I've had like very little free time to actually play games. Oh, oh. so Making I just money. got uh, so I this is gonna make this is probably gonna surprise you more. 
of how early I am. I just got Ryuji's Persona. I was like, yeah, this is great. He has the best. Uh, I've liked that game a lot. Uh, it's very fun when I when I get time to put into it. Um, it's been pretty fun to play that one. Uh, oddly enough, I also found I keep getting pulled away to... I can't say I get pulled away. I, I also have been splitting my time playing more Overwatch and such, which is... Uh. Uh, how do I do you have the little hat? Because I, I still don't have the little hat, and I really I'm want the little hat. I'm still working on the little hat. Oh, uh, boy. Uh, this happened at one point with Destiny as well, where I found a shooter. I was like, oh, I'm not I'm not so sure. I'll play this on the side maybe every once in a while, and then I end up throwing a majority of my time at it. It's like, mm. yeah, I, I can't stop. Someone I had my face with that. I feel like everyone gets that one game where it's super easy to just slide into it, even if it's not, even if it's something that's like you've done it a hundred times, just because mm-hmm. it's very familiar. Like that was me with Team Fortress. Like I got to a point where it's like I'm not even like trying very hard, but I just like kind of want to chill as an engineer tonight. So that's what yeah. I'm going to do. I think it's so because yeah. I've been, that turret. I think it's because I've been like hella busy that when I get home, like I'm really tired, and if I pop Persona in, I'm I know for a fact I will enjoy it and have fun. But I have to make decisions and like decide like like things I want to do. If I play Overwatch, though, I just, just shoot things. <laughs> so I've been splitting my time like that. Uh, so that's been, and then I, I went and saw a movie. I went and saw the uh, Power Rangers movie. Oh my god! Oh boy, Adam, Adam how did that turn out? <sighs> better than I thought it would. Oh, really? Much better than I thought. Like I would almost go so far as to say I wouldn't pay money for this. Uh, unless you're a really big Power Rangers fan, I don't think you need to go see it in theaters. But if it happens to be at a, like at like a library, or you happen to catch it on TNT, because they like to rerun movies a thousand times, mm-hmm. it's not that bad. It's actually pretty fun. It it it's the first movie though that made me feel old. Whoa! Because oh. it was like, in what sense? Like Power Rangers was a thing that started up when I was a kid, and I watched it as it started up, and it's like, wow, Power Rangers is so cool! And to see it already get a reboot of, and already kind of be, there's a lot of jokes that are aiming at a younger audience that I feel like a younger audience that's only five years younger than me. But it's like, wow, some of these jokes just aren't hitting. But I don't think they're they were meant for me. I think oh. all the nostalgia was meant for me, but some of these jokes were not. The writing is not fantastic at times. You're oh. feeling that, oh, this isn't for me moment. Like, it's, it was weird. It's like, this is definitely for me, but I also think it might not have been. So who, I don't know. But regardless, uh, it was campy and stupid just as I wanted it to be. It used all the the good callbacks I was hoping it would. Uh, Wait, did it did it have the really awkward crab suits? Crab suits? I, the really weird looking villains. Yes. Yes, Good. Rita looks really armor. It, it looks really goofy. Uh, I I hear that's one of the highlights. Is Rita Repulsa is just like a freaking monster in this yo, one. Okay, so in this one, do you guys care if I tell you guys the story of the Power Rangers movie or? Yo, it really doesn't matter. I promise you, I'm not going to get frustrated whatsoever. Okay, so in this one, Rita used to be a Power Ranger, but then she betrayed the Power Rangers and started destroying Earth, and she was the Green Ranger or something. That's why she's all decked out in green. And her armor might have looked cool at some point, but boy, does it look kind of goofy now. Uh, you know what I wasn't expecting Rita Repulsa to have? What? Gold teeth. Oh. She, she has a grill? She has a grill. She doesn't have a grill. You know this, how they would use like gold fillings to like on uh, like an old timey to like kind of fill in. Uh, I do. Like, I do. Stuff? 
she just has random gold teeth. Well, that's delightful. (laughs) Well, so I think the story reason is like because she's collecting gold to make Goldar, who is going to dig the Zeo crystal out of the earth and destroy all life. Yep, this is Power Rangers. You can't tell, but I have these giant air quotes around everything right now. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm enjoying the visual of you doing it. So I am as well. She, like, there are scenes where she like beat people down and steal their gold. What? <laughs> 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 There's a scene where she robs a, a jewelry store and just takes all their gold, and it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's a cool idea for how she makes Goldar and how Goldar's there, but like, she looks kind of odd. Uh, Adam, is it safe to say it's a good like goofy movie night movie? Like, yes, a hundred percent. Yes. If we ever, if we ever do another movie night when this movie's out, I wouldn't mind showing it because it's actually pretty fun. Like, I look, <laughs> I, I look forward to it. Yes, uh, same. Zach, yeah. how are you doing? How are you doing this week, man? Um, so my my week has been, uh, I work has been work. Um, although I have been, I have not been getting that great of sleep. Um, but oh, that dear. could be blamed entirely on Persona Five. I oh. feel like the two are related. Yeah, they're deeply related. But, um, but Mona's been reminding you to go to sleep. How are you not getting sleep? <laughs> You're really tired. Shouldn't you go to bed? Yeah. Um, I am going to say, um, Mona or Morgana, it's the same character. Uh, I Every single time I walk up and, and, and Morgana's like, hey, shouldn't you go to bed? Every single time I have said, fuck you, Morgana. <laughs> and then go to bed. <laughs> Um, is it bed like in persona because I know there's a day night cycle or is it like bed like the game actively tells you hey this has been long enough go go sleepy sleep for real times uh, day night cycle mm. uh, okay. Um, yeah, it's not the Nintendo thing of you've been playing for three hours do you want to take a break see yeah. I like when games do that I like when games acknowledge like yo maybe maybe step off a little bit mm. yeah um, anyway so I'm playing the game I'm a little past halfway through the game um mm-hmm. Uh, and I gotta say, it's 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 been a real wild ride so far, and I have picked up members of the party, and I guess it's just, like, there's two things that I wanted to mention. Uh, the first is I've gotten to the point in the game where I have to start deciding, alright, which 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 girl is my character romancing? Uh-oh. Um, what genre definition type lady person stereotype are you going with, Zach? Well, so... So the party options consist of, as far as I can tell, like a pampered rich girl, um, and then you have the the no nonsense. Wait, is this gonna get into spoiler territory for me? If you like well, go... nah, I, I'm, I'm, I'll describe it vague enough that you probably won't know what's going on. Um, and then you have somebody who's sort of like really formal person who's who's uh very studious, and then you have um. From all I can describe, the absolute eccentric fucking Hikikomori character, um, and then there's like there's like one person who you meet in a church a lot, and <laughs> I'm uh, obviously I'm not romancing that character, and then uh, on obviously is one, and she's from the cover. I don't mind saying anything about that. Um, and then there's an option of like four or five of the like adult links like, adult female character links you can romance. And I'm like, ha-ha, what? <laughs> Interesting. Um, hmm. And I have decided against all of the adult characters because I'm like, 
uh, no, thank you. I am playing a high school student. That's really fucking weird. Um, yeah, I, I saw some article talking about that. That uh, I, I didn't read it because I've been trying to avoid like pretty much anything on it. Though that's kind of getting harder as the game's out. But it was like I'm surprised I didn't realize you that some of the adults were romance options. That's kind of yeah odd, but. Yeah, it was weird. Um, and I think they ended up making a lot of... A lot of the adult characters end up being in their, like, 20s when you go look it up. Oh, then that's um, fine. Uh, okay. Like, actually, so 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 the doctor... The, 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 the Death Arcana is a doctor. There's, like, a full doctor. I... Calm down. Um, Shh, no more. But, but... No, 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 but that, that character is listed as being 22 years old. Hmm. And this that's is a doctor that had worked in a hospital as a doctor. That's pretty early to be teaching students. Like that's, you should still be in med school. Like yeah. Like yeah, you should still be in med school. I don't know how it's, that happened. And I just looked at it. I was just like, you must have been the most massive medical prodigy on this planet because and damn. then you went to high school. <laughs> yeah. Um. And so. So you're just trying so, to pick. Yeah, I, I, I also, I also like, if my character was 25 years old, I would romance the living shit out of that doctor character. <laughs> she is probably <laughs> the coolest fucking character in the game. And I'm like, why can't I Death's got a pretty good story going there. Yeah, Death Death has a pretty fun one. Um, and her benefits are really good. Um, get to rank seven, and you'll know what I mean. Okay. Um, yeah, like I said, I, I've been trying to get to get more set. So trying to yeah. get more time into it. So hopefully when I have more, I can actually like plug in a decent amount of time in. But yeah, and, and so I've gotten to the point where I've like I've decided um, which which female character I'm going to end up my character will end up romancing, and it felt like I had to compromise because I'm like mm, none of these feel right, but uh, I gotta pick one. Do you I, have okay. to pick one? I don't have to pick one. I could go with friendship as the best ship, but that's not what I do in Persona games. <laughs> I was um, gonna say I remember here uh, the relationship pie's like we gotta go for the friendship route. Like, huh. No, it's so so that's Mass Effect. In Mass Effect, I friendship is the best ship, but that's in, interesting. In Persona, I have to pick someone. See, I, I, I think thought it's that, mostly... that was just your general mo towards games. It's like I choose friendship over well, over romance options, and I thought like, I, I, okay, like that's your thing. I, I do have to say, in, like, and this is, I, well, the thing with the romance thing is in Persona Four, I originally planned on doing friendship is the best ship, but. I thought Chie was too fucking cool, so I romanced her anyways. <laughs> Good man. <laughs> and, uh, the only thing you need to know about Chie is that she really like that she really likes steak, and she likes and and she kicks the living shit out of things. Sounds like my kind of woman. And she, <laughs> um, but yeah. So that's 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 the first thing is I'm like mm, I guess I gotta go with this character, and I might not even do that character. Uh, but yeah. So the second thing is uh, I am one level away from being able to create Hellbiker. Uh, no, and I do not know what that is. Hellbiker. Is Ghost Rider. It is Ghost Rider. It <laughs> is okay. Ghost Rider the Persona. I'm glad that's a thing. It is glorious. Um, but yeah, it's that's, that's the other thing I got to say about Persona. I'm just like one level away and I'm going to be like, yes, Hellbiker. Must have Hellbiker. I already have Mothman. Do you know how cool it is having Mothman? It's like it sounds like Pokemon, but with cooler Pokemon. Like no, Drew, Drew, you can literally summon the Mothman. <sighs> How excited are you to summon really nice. the Mothman? I'm, I'm all kinds of excited. Drew? Say what? Have you picked up Persona Five yet? Or no, I've still... not picked up Persona Five. Have I'm. You, uh... Have you picked up Nier Automata? 
No, I've not picked up Nier Automata. I I still have not gotten back to Life is Strange. I did. I will say I did play like the coolest freaking VR game ever this weekend, and I was Ooh. very excited by it. Talk about um, this, please. We'll jump to your week then. If Zach, are you done with your? Oh week? yeah, I'm done. Okay, so um, this week this week's been going pretty okay. I uh, I went down to the science march a little earlier. Uh, helped someone oh, else. Nice. Yeah, cool. know, it was it was nice to see people there. A lot of excited individuals and lab coats. I'm pretty sure I have to dress up as a mad scientist this Halloween. Um, let's see here. I helped uh, helped a buddy of mine get a website up, and most importantly, I downloaded the Gorillas app. And for those who don't know, the Gorillas are a super cool band that I love. And oh, okay. I was like, why would he get? What app about gorillas? Like, oh yeah, it's the band. That's that's probably it. Uh, yeah. So what happens is they have this little like VR app that you can play around with, and you kind of look around and you like tap on things and get like little tidbits about the band, and that's okay. That's all fine and good. But this weekend, what they did is they had a house party event, which meant oh. that they had a they had a place. They, they do the GPS thing, they do the Pokemon Go thing, where there's some place close by to you where a haunted house appears, and you have to walk out and find it. And when you find the haunted house, you stare at it, and it beams their new album into your headphones, and you get to listen to it for free. What? Oh, yeah. That's cool! So, like, I found out about this at midnight, and said, uh, okay, well, why don't I just download it and see how far away it is? And I realized that it was, like, very close by. So I popped on my jacket... 30. In my house. <laughs> uh, no, like, I, I popped on my jacket, and I walked down. Uh, it, it took me, like, right to the beach. Like, right where the beach opens up. There's wind blowing everywhere. It's all dark. And mm -hmm. then, like, in on my little phone screen, I look up, and I see the haunted house. And I start hearing, like, Hallelujah Money, which is, like, this, like, new track from their album. And it was this, like, super wonderful moment of, oh, my God, I understand why why people like this stuff now. Um, that's crazy. Wait, I have an important question. What's your important question? Was there anyone else there? No, because it was midnight. I was just this creepy dude on the beach at night <laughs> listening to music. <laughs> you damn kids br breaking in and listening to your I, damn music. What's the, the way world you, The way you describe this, Drew, it sounds like a scene from a movie. It felt like that, because, like, I look up, and on my little box, there's, like, a little ghost haunted house. And for people who don't know, I already love spooky, like, haunted housey stuff anyway. Yeah. So it just it worked out really nicely. And the only downside, the, the only mm. downside is it drains the hell out of your battery. So, like, I, yeah. like, I finished the album, and then my phone died. And I was like, oh, okay, I'm going home now. Yeah. Goodbye. That's exactly what I was going to ask of, like, hey, how did your, like, I was going to ask, did you need, like, Bluetooth headphones, or could you just plug them in? But then also, like, did that just kill your battery that it's sitting there streaming the whole time? Oh, yeah, like, my phone was already, like, kind of low anyway, so when I started it, it was like, oh, God, I'm not going to be able to listen to the whole thing, uh, but this is still really, really cool. So, yeah. Um, and now that I'm eagerly awaiting the official release so I can listen to all the stuff that I didn't get to listen to. But What's the album called? Uh, it's called Humans with a Z. Because they're the gorillas with a Z, um, and everything Whoa. I've heard from it has been really, really good. Nice. And, yeah. At some point, I should listen to the gorillas. I think I've listened to whatever came on the radio, but I don't think I've ever actually sat down and like listened to their oh, albums man. or anything. Their albums are actually like, like normally you don't get a lot of great stuff, but uh, their their albums are actually fairly solid. Mm. 
they're they- like they collaborate with all kinds of people so there's like i i really like plastic beach it's a little contest contentious but um that's their their like, last one they did or their most recent one yeah um technically they did an experimental album called the fall which was done through an ipad but i would say plastic beach is the like the latest official one and that was like seven years ago so yeah. oh okay so this is kind of like their comeback thing of like hey we've been gone check us out we're the gorillas yeah and and i'm really excited i'm quite happy yeah and uh and that was my week and um perhaps perhaps it's time to talk about video games oh boy do uh, i don't know <laughs> i don't know how we would talk about video games we would need to like i don't know categorize how we talk about them oh wait did you just say categories it's my time to shine <laughs> oh, no, no. Zach, categories isn't the right word i I feel like if we were to, if we wanted to talk about games, I would want to put them in something like a like a, a, a definition? genre or something. Ah, uh, gaming oh. genres. Yeah, you are correct. Though, like if games had genres, I might be able to talk about them in more broad context than being really specific. And if I had oh. definitions, I could experiment with those definitions. My, what do you my guys God. think? I think. I That's think you're amazing. talking about a really great idea called genre definitions in video games. And Wait, I think is that, this <laughs> does that already exist? I really thought I was onto something new here. Yeah, uh, no, I think, you, I think... I, I've read about it on the internet. Um, Son of a bitch. <laughs> oh, my venture man. capitalist funding for my game genre idea is dead. Oh, dear. I guess we'll, we'll just talk about what's already there. Um, well, we'll get him next time, Adam. How about this, Adam? <laughs> How about this? Let's list out all of the all the known common game genres we understand and talk a bit about them and what they are and what they mean to us. How do you feel about that? I guess that would also satisfy this. Okay, okay. starting with the most boring for us is probably going to be sports games. Um, I don't know if that's... Well, I don't play a lot of sports games, but I do know what they are. They are games about I, sports. Yep. Yeah, so sports games is a genre, and that's pretty much any, like... Hey, this is an actual physical sport that you could instead go outside and play, but you can play in digital form. Well, I guess you yeah. can't always go out and play it. Like, if you wanted to play hockey, there's stuff you got to get. And you might yeah. be in the Midwest or something, and I don't know how much... Well, no, that's they'd get they'd get frozen lakes there. They could skate on that. Mm, yeah. I see. Um, I see. So, I... But, but that assumes, like, that assumes all hockey's played on frozen lakes, which is also not true. That's, that's a terrible stereotype, Adam. You should feel ashamed. Um, that's playing ice hockey on frozen lakes leads to you getting frozen to death. But, um, I actually, I, I, I remember playing a lot of sports games when I was younger and by Mm -hmm. sports games, I mean FIFA. Ooh, FIFA. FIFA FIFA is my favorite sports game ever. I did not like the basketball games. I thought the baseball game was kind of boring. Uh, NFL, like Madden Mm -hmm. is pretty, pretty fun. But, I'm going to throw uh, a curveball at you, Zach. How do you feel about NFL Blitz? Yeah, boy. <laughs> yeah. I played sports both. Game, um, but does it, it's a sports game, but uh, it ain't a realistic one. It's a beautiful one. I, I have not death. played Blitz, um, so I don't know, but I do know FIFA. FIFA is super fun. <laughs> it's mm, like, it's, it's, you know, I, I, I really like soccer, which is part of the reason why. Um, but it's got a better flow. There's not as much stoppage. It's for the same reasons that I like soccer. I like FIFA. Nice. I, I don't think 
I don't think I've ever actually played FIFA before, except maybe like one time at like a dentist's office, and it was the only game that was working. Why are you playing video games at a dentist's office? Why can that not be my dentist? Well, when I was younger, you'd go to the dentist, and they'd have like these little. They'd actually have like little arcade cabinet style things, and I think one of them had like FIFA on it. And I remember I it was either FIFA or Donkey Kong sixty four, and I didn't know what to do in DK sixty four, so I played FIFA. That's very. I I'm cool with that. I'm pretty I'm cool, cool with that, that too. Why can't you I have, have a that cooler dentist, dentist than, than I do? Yeah, Mine same. just gave me a bunch of cap, gave me a bunch of fillings and told me I needed to get braces. So you know what? A, what a yeah! Wow, <laughs> what a jackass! <laughs> is it yeah. is it fair to call a sports game a sports game because it's simulating a sport? Because you could there's Mario Tennis, right? But I don't really mm. know if you can call that. That's a sports mm. game. Okay, I think that's a sports okay. game, but when I think when people usually talk about like, oh, let's you know, this is a sports game, they're usually talking about the more realistic simulations. Mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. like Mario Tennis is a sports game because it is a simulation of tennis. But I feel like people be like, oh, there's all these like power ups and stuff like that. And if if we wanted like uh, like a like a raw just like s- video game simulation of it, they go for like something else. But yeah, it's definitely a sports game. I okay, I know okay. for a fact there's a tennis like genuine like simulationist sports game i don't remember the name of it say again there there is a tennis sports game that isn't mario tennis yeah it's called pong really oh yeah, yeah. pong is the, pong is the most one-to-one analogy for oh. real life tennis i thought it was for tabletop like ping pong oh jesus guys i'm making a joke <laughs> well no because like pong <laughs> is ping pong i i don't know if you're trying to like it is it is ping pong uh, it is table yeah, tennis. I, I will say um, uh did you guys ever play the uh like the pool simulations where it's like here, oh, yeah. Like get your pool cue, uh, break you know break the die. Uh, what is it called? I love it called you like. I uh, love that game. It, it, I, played, like, I played a lot, of, a lot of flash games like that. A lot of like, oh cool angles, hooray! Yeah, basically I, it's like you line the pool cue up, you pull back and hit it, and it, those seem kind of weird to me. I never I'm really gonna, got I'm those. Gonna ones. Ruin, I'm gonna ruin this for a second. Those pool games are closer to puzzle games than sports games. Well, no, that's an excellent point because. Part of the cynical underbelly of this particular episode is that our genre definitions don't always hold up, right? Yeah. Maybe. Right. And in correct. the case of in the case of pool, yeah, yeah, a lot of people take it turn it into a puzzle game. So maybe that it should be a true. puzzle game instead. I don't know. Um, but, but yeah. yeah so, so what other genre? Oh, were you gonna say more? I uh, no, I don't have anything else to say. I was gonna, we'll I see. was gonna do the same thing. What other genres? I can think of one that for like in my time in high school, like. Every game seemed to be a shooter. Almost Ooh. every game that was coming out was like an FPS, and I think that was because like Call of Duty was like massively big when we Call were in high Duty school. And, and Halo, and Halo. Halo oh. was the precognitor. It, yeah. it was the big one. It was it was what sold the Xbox. But a first-person shooter is you were playing the game from a first-person view, and guess what? You shoot stuff. Yeah, and then you get into like a sci-fi first-person shooter. You get into a military first-person shooter. You you start getting like that extra little thing tacked on to the type of gameplay. Yeah, well, first-person FPS has always seemed to me like if we were to really like try to like list out every genre, I feel like you'd find some that are like these are the the most basic core like down to the atom genres, and I feel like FPS is one of those because it's really just describing like how you view the world, and then like uh. You know, things like like military and sci-fi, those are like the additional flavorings that go on to like build it up. Yeah, so uh-huh. it so so that that, that sorry, the, just talking about shooters like that, 
and like action games in general like that sounds like discussions about music like mm-hmm. when when you have that one person who knows music super super good and they just will talk about the like absolute minutia of genre that exists within the musics it's uh-huh. not just metal it's like a specific type of metal and it's not just that specific type of metal it's that type of metal progressive and so on and so forth until yeah, you yeah it'll be like tired of hearing about it. punk metal and you'll be like i don't know what you just said well, I mean, uh-huh. gamers do kind of do that, right? Like, on oh, a yeah, high level, no. you just say, like, oh, it's an action game. You, you do, you shoot things. And then someone comes in and says, well, actually, it's a shooter game. Well, actually, it's this kind of thing. Yeah. And that's oh, kind yeah, of, no. that's, that's kind of going back to the thing of, like, you know, you can try to define, like, of just genres. Because it's like, oh, most games will fall under multiple. But, like I said, I feel like the FPS one, because it's so broad and basic, is, like, you may not even need to have, like, there's like first person games and then technically FPS I, is like that is a type of shooter. It is a shooter played from the first person. So I think I think shooter and first person describe mechanics. I think I think like the first person shooter, I think there's the way to describe it, but I think the super genre that it's part of is just action games or action oriented games. Um, yeah, but if you if you say that to someone, it doesn't tell them enough about what they're gonna play. Like yeah. yeah. Like there is a lot of vagueness but, when it comes to describing what it is you're handing a person in a box that's going to be a disc on a console and a thing. That was a terrible just, sentence, and I'm very sorry. I think, like, it just needs to be, like... Because then you're starting to, like, what defines those sorts of games, though, is because you have... So let's try to define the first-person shooter. I think we have a better term for it. Mm-hmm. Not like that hasn't been tried before, but... so so <laughs> It's, it's yeah, our turn. To, it's our time. Hard. There's usually a gun involved. Uh-huh. Um, so there's or some kind of projectile because it is a shooter. It is a shooter. I think I think shooter can work as a genre, but then you then you're opening yourself up to things like um, the Toho series, which is technically a shooter. It's more of a bullet hell, but well, yeah. Um, I, I think we're if we were just trying to list out genres, I think we're getting right into the minutia of it. If we were just trying to list out the common ones, but I, yeah, those are this? Let, instead of listing out every potential genre ever. Let's just list out, like, let's just grab one, like, maybe our favorite or whatever, and just, like, kind of describe it in a little bit more detail about why we like it or, like, why we, like, follow right. them. Okay. Like, and then we can probably it, go back and grab some more, because yeah. I'm sure we will. I love I love a number of genres, so this is going to be hard for me. Mm. But, yeah, like, an FPS, you know, that's just, like, that's just a shooter from the first person that you're saying, like, well, if you disambiguate, or, like, then it becomes a shooter, but then, like, you can have a first-person shooter, a third-person, and there's shmups which are their which kind of go off into their own categorization yeah yeah and then um, there are games well, where you can shoot stuff but that's not like the main mechanic kind of thing well like um yeah that's true like for me one genre that <clears throat> i don't necessarily love but like i'm always interested in like how you like kind of use the term is like the walking simulator genre right like that's something that like you only really know about if you're like playing games a whole lot and it kind of describes a whole bunch of different stuff and yeah. is like very specific while also being not specific whatsoever. Like that's mm-hmm. my problem with the way a lot of game definitions work, right? Is like, okay, well, what's a shooter? What's an action game? What's an RPG? Like technically anything can be an RPG if you're taking on the role and just being very literal with it. Yeah. yeah and so, then you get into the, oh, sorry, Zach, go ahead. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's hard to, to like pin down what specifically each genre is. And I think it stems from from a lot of the definitions for genres being made based off of um, the like very specific mechanics that mm-hmm. rather than the 
the general idea of of like what you're supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't I don't think that's a bad thing. Like, like that that was actually something I was going to bring up because you had mentioned that like genres are usually based on your mechanics. But I because like the more I thought of it, it was like yeah, a lot of them are like FPS, you know, RPGs, action adventure. Those are well, action adventure kind of describes more of a action adventure a describes feel. half the fucking video games that come out. Yeah. <laughs> But a lot of the a lot of the genres that are commonly used are like they describe the mechanics. But I think that's because when you ask somebody like, "Hey, what is this game?" they kind of want to get like a very jit like a quick gist of like what kind of things you do in it. So having a genres be based on the mechanics mm-hmm. is just a really really quick way of just quickly describing a game hmm. kind yeah. of thing. Yeah, and, like I I used to I used to be firmly in the camp of disliking that like. There was a time when I, I was very upset about the fact that we don't dis- <clears throat> that when we do a genre definition in games we don't talk about like a narrative element like you know a horror game a romance game a action game but mm. the more the more I think about it uh, it's like the way you interact with a game is one of the most important things about it right and telling someone this is what you're going to be doing like that's a layer that you need to inform someone like mm-hmm. technically a point and click game can be a horror game. Like, a game that's, like, first-person, like, Outlast can be a horror game. Or, like, Resident Evil could be a horror game. But so if I, I like... <laughs> put them all in the same... Well, I mean, you know, yeah, you know, it could be horror, but it's just kind of jump scares right now. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean, though. Is like, I could say, oh, these are all horror games, but maybe you only really like to do a certain type of, like, maybe you only want something that's, like, first-person because it's familiar with you, and you enjoy okay. that kind of thing. But I think, yeah. I think it's useful to have the idea, like, like, oh, this is a horror game. I think, like, a first-person horror game is is a probably one of the best probably then the best way of describing certain games like oh this is a point and click romance game or a visual novel which is probably what it is but um or 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 that i think i think melding both the mechanics and the emotion you're supposed to be getting out of it is probably the best way to describe it because sometimes you're like like i like shooters but do i want to play a horror shooter i hate horror so why would i play a horror shooter no yeah. like i I think you're right. Like, I never noticed that before, but it is something that has naturally started to happen, and mm-hmm. it makes perfect sense, right? Like, when you're playing a game, there are two things you need to know. You need to know, like, what you have to do in order to play it, like, how to, like, win it or lose it or what have you, and then, like, what kind of theme or feeling it's going to evoke. On yeah. that note, uh, I think the idea of a romance shooter is terrifying, but it did That's come up That's what Galgun talking. is. <laughs> Say what? what? There is already a romance shooter. It's oh, called right. Galgun. Ah. Uh, it what is, a, uh, what a here, creative here are, industry we have. So here is our definition of like, here's the mechanics and here's like kind of a maybe emotionally. It is a romance arcade shooter. So oh my God, it's I have a romance so, no. because, so it's an I arcade you, shooter Ian. because it's, you know, it's kind of like the, the uh, House of the Dead or Time Crisis stuff where you just have your gun and you're kind of shooting yeah. them. It's, it's a, it a shooter. shooter. But it's a romance because like depending on like, what targets you hit or at some point it actually does go full visual novel of like oh you know how do you respond to this character you can start romancing other characters also you are what is it? i'm trying to remember the background for galgun so the story of I, galgun is you get hit with a thousand cupid's arrows and become the most attractive person in all of the city and you have to fight off all of the crazy women that are coming after you you have to use your pheromone gun to stop them so you got to shoot them to get them to stop coming after you. Like, I have two reactions to this. Go for First, it. I'm amazed that there's even a parallel to what I was talking about. And that's right. And second, I don't 
I don't know if that's really romance you're talking about. So I, d- I don't. I just. It don't ends know. there, I guess. <laughs> um, it's like no. When you shoot the pheromone gun, um, they don't react as in they've been hurt. They react as in the like, they're like they're feeling it. Um, I'm really feeling it. They're really feeling it. Um, I do want to. I do want to just on that note. I do want to say one of the taglines for Gal Gun is "Prepare your bodies." <laughs> Is that is that a is that an intentional jab at Reggie? I feel like that has to be. That's got to be. That's probably. Like that's not an accident. Your bodies are ready. So that's romance. What other genre? Now that we've kind of got our more even more definitions of our definitions, which is Ooh. really weird. Right what other genres? Alley. There's uh, there was one I was going to bring up about RPGs that and Zach. Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry, Drew, you kind of mentioned it, and I was going to say uh, RPGs. You know, stand for role playing game. But more traditionally now, I see every anytime there's any kind of stat build or growth kind of thing, people will refer to it as an RPG and kind of yeah. like what yeah. you guys thought of that. Zach, I feel like you should take this one. Okay, thank you, thank you, Drew. Um, it's it's been a lot of hard work getting here. Um, and <laughs> You've I done think, it, Zach. <laughs> I'm just I'm just so proud. I'm honored. I just know you have strong feelings. I know you have very strong feelings about RPGs. So, but like, what do you think, Zach? Of like, you know role-playing games being like oh here's a role but then ever but then a lot of genres are saying like that's just it's just any kind of stat growth is that still role-playing i think it's because when role-playing games first started getting made they were based off of D D. um and you by the way uh i i just scribbled out like a final fantasy role-playing game system because there's no good one out there and i was just like well i'll make one that is a dumb idea but um, but I just started running it out and it, it became immediately clear to me like, oh, there's so many parallels between like Final Fantasy classes and Dungeons and Dragons. And I'm like, I see how this works. Um, that's that's so, probably not that surprising that there, yeah. there's some of them. And so, and so, so like the old school RPGs, they were just pulling from Dungeons and Dragons. But what Dungeons and Dragons does is it it's kind of the symbiosis of, of playing a character and taking on the role of a character while also um, borrowing from this sort of, like, simulationist combat system where you level up and have this... Well, not simulationist, but sort of this, like, very crunchy sort of, like, um, mechanics-intense sort of, like, almost almost like a miniature war simulator because that's what the original Dungeons & Dragons, and Dragons was. Mm. And so those two things got kind of interlocked. And so when it started getting made for video games they kept those things interlocked. And so you had final fantasies that were like this big epic story and you're fighting through lots of monsters and gaining levels and experience and things like that. And the ultimate game series do the same thing. And I'm so, and I, I, I don't know what you mean by they were locked. Like I'm having trouble understanding like, what you're, like what you're saying old school role-playing games, the video game role-playing games often had this like big overarching story and they had, the typical like what you would think of an RPG mechanics where you fight monsters like and level up and stuff like, and that. stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Because your character's developing. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Um, and so those those two ideas that you have this like sort of big story and you sort of have these like interesting characters that have growth along with the number crunch sort of growth got intertwined a lot. Um, and they're good metaphors for each other, but they're just they're not intrinsically intertwined with one another in terms of video games. And so I think a lot of a lot of the like mechanics of of old school role playing games where you have stat growths and levels mm. and things like that ended up being adopted 
very widely because it provided a nice incentive system and it worked for a lot of games. And I think that in turn has sort of caused confusion because people use RPG when they're referencing the mechanics of RPGs and they're not and they're not referencing um, the playing as a character and playing as a role in the video in, in the game. Um, mm. There are some that I, still do. Bioware almost entirely makes role-playing games and they fit right into the, the old school definition of an RPG. Yeah. But I think there's like, uh, there are some like any, any shooter that has like a leveling progression system isn't, I, I wouldn't consider it as much of an RPG, but it's also hard to like, they do have RPG mechanics, but you wouldn't call it an RPG. And it, it's, yeah. it creates an interesting sort yeah. of confusion. I, I can, I actually think I a hundred percent agree with that. It's like, the game mechanic of like stat growth and stuff was what kind of got pulled into the definition of RPG instead of the playing as a character or like playing a particular role in like yeah. the story kind of thing. So I think like, um, yeah. like you could describe, um, if you want to think about the, like the, the, the story or the narrative or the sort of like the metaphor definition of RPG, like most telltale games are RPGs in that sense. Um, mm. and most of the time people don't think of them as that. Um, right. But they're not using any stat building or any like real character growing system, which is what you think of when you think of an RPG and what I think a lot of people do think of, right? That, that mm-hmm. as you said, like that, that it's, it's interesting because like the term character growth means referring directly to a character growing and getting stronger, not like yeah. a narrative arc or playing on a role. Well, yeah. so. I, I guess it's all, I guess it also still kind of works in the sense because you are playing the role of whatever character you're playing in that, in that game. Like I, I'm trying yeah. to think like, like I'm trying to think of a game that has like some RPG mechanics or, or like, well, like, stat like growth Skyrim, mechanics right? that you wouldn't really, well for Skyrim though, you are playing the role of the dragonborn and you are playing yeah, through that role, but you also are building the character the way you want to. So actually RP- right. so, so Skyrim is a better RPG than most, uh, Skyrim is better with the metaphor than most Bioware games. Um, Why would you say that? I I'm mostly thinking of Dragon Age while I say this, but but even in the Mass Effect series, um, so both of their mainline series, um, <laughs> in Skyrim, the the story shows your character is getting progressively stronger as you go. Mm-hmm. In Mass Effect, um. You gain lots of stats and you earn lots of stuff, but that metaphor doesn't really carry as much into the game. You like the metaphor doesn't carry as much. Like you get better gear and better equipment, and that's clear and visible, but like the stats and abilities and things like that is never represented in the rest of the game. And that's one of the issues with a lot of BioWare games. I can kind of see that. Like in Skyrim, you know, if you want to go if you start if you keep sneaking around, you'll eventually get more and more like points to sneaking you'll get better at sneaking versus like hey you happen to shoot these things so you get these points that you can put to whatever arbitrary thing you want okay so is that kind of what you're saying or well what i'm no actually what i'm talking about is say like you know the thieves go quest line in in skyrim um you get better as a thief as you go through the thieves go quest line and by the time you get to the end of it you have become a master thief you kind of see where that that metaphor like so so between the beginning and the end of it, you should have gained some thief points um, and, and gotten better at sneaking and gotten better at pickpocketing and gotten better at lockpicking and things like that. Um, all the essential thieving skills. Um, and by the end of it, you're the master thief. And, oh, hey, look, all of your stats have also gained in those categories. Right. 
Um, so, whereas so it's directly related to your like your character has to get better. There's just no ifs ands or buts about it. It's like it's, that. Yeah, ahead. it's it's a matter of of uh, what happens to you mechanically is represented in game. Whereas mm. in in a lot of Bioware games, you have lots of abilities that help you mechanically in terms of fights and things like that. But they don't get directly represented in game. Like no no specific power or ability that you gain in uh like at like any mass effect game or any dragon age game gets specifically referenced especially in, if, if it's sort of like an ability you gain later there's different paths that you can go down in different specializations but again it's it's very separate from the way in which you you grow in the game I, i'm saying that there's there's a disconnect in terms of metaphor between like between the metaphor of what the mechanics are representing about your character and what your character is represented as is in the narrative because in the narrative your character isn't like shown to be any like you pick your class at the beginning though and it's it's they don't say that like aha you've gotten like oh well, they, mm. they so, so yeah. zach if i'm kind of zach uh drew did you want to jump in uh, I wanted to say that, like, I feel like having the gameplay be a metaphor for, like, what's happening in the story of a game, I don't feel like an RPG can claim that. Like, that can happen in all kinds of games. In, in Metal Gear Solid, you, you like, get an eye patch, and then, like, you can't see, like, your screen gets a little blurry. Like, mechanics can reflect what's happening, and that doesn't necessarily scream RPG yeah. to me. Well, I wonder if we're kind of getting into more too much of the minutia or did we want to like I, I i was making a more general point that a lot of I, i'm, I'm kind of going back to the old school rpgs where i'm sorry i've been talking a lot it's like it's, it's a podcast funny. we're supposed to I, talk a lot i know this um, was your big crowning moment as you said yeah it is um but, but what i'm saying is that the old school rpgs those were often very intertwined mm. um it is is the mechanic like I, I just think a good rpg let me just get this through. okay the, so it's a good, good rpg, RPG the the mechanics of the game works with with the metaphor of the game and you have that nice connection whereas yeah. an rpg is weaker when that there's a disconnect between your mechanical growth and your character I, okay. I, yeah I, I can kind of see what you're saying it's like yeah i, I okay to, to not lo- to not start the whole train up again but i understand what you're saying of like you know of how there's that disconnect for this is an rpg well you're not really playing a role you're more just kind of getting points in this stuff yeah so I think I just went on a really, really long tangent. My apologies. There, there's your TLDR audience of RPGs, mechanics, eh, you got some uh, stat growth versus, oh, you're actually playing this role kind of thing. So yep. then in a game like Legend of Zelda, like you are, you get mechanics, you get like new powers, you get stronger. How does, d- does that break the RPG paradigm for you? Because for me, I, feel, uh, I don't really call that an RPG. So, so it actually, I would call it, I would call it an action adventure RPG. Mostly because Link does get stronger. The game tells you that you need to get stronger to defeat Ganon, so you become stronger and defeat Ganon. Um, spoilers for every every Delta game ever. Oh my god! Um, you get so, you get stuff and defeat Ganon. No, fuck you. And so so you get the tools necessary. You gain the hearts necessary. Like you grow stronger as a character, um, and then you go and defeat it. Um, and I think in that sense, it it doesn't have the traditional RPG mechanical progression but it has the sort of rpg sense of of growth that usually comes with an rpg and it has the rpg sense of taking on the role of a character and and yeah yeah mm. well i was gonna say you know just kind of from from everything you had said and kind of like that rpg 
seems like another one of those kind of core genre stuff because you're because again the def the very very definition of his rpg is you are playing a role in some story or something but most people use it to, for any kind of stat growth thing yeah um well, like if was, most people use it to define something, then doesn't that change the definition of it though? Just to just to expand yep. it a little bit, like yeah. no, no, the, no, the no, reason we have definitions and terms is so that people can identify them. And mm. if the way people identify an RPG is through one means, or if you open it up, if like people identify an action game through like you know certain traits, like we don't really have anyone that says no, you're wrong. It's just kind of what the the giant the community agrees upon. Yeah. I think that's something more for, like, maybe something I've noticed is that um, that seems to, like, this whole thing for games, like, when you say, like, RPG stuff for, for games in particular, people will always assume that, you know, there's, like, level growth stuff, but they don't really assume you're you're taking on a role. It's like, there might be a story, or there might not be, or it might be arcade stuff, but when you say, oh, it has RPG elements, they definitely do mean the mechanics there, whereas, like, mm-hmm. I feel like if you say, this is an RPG, like, tabletop game, then people know for certain, oh, it's because I'm going to be playing, like, a role that I dictate through the game. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so... It's for, very true. For people who play the to- tabletop role-playing games, which is all three of us, it it's just kind of interesting disconnect between between the tabletop definition of an RPG and the video game definition of an RPG. Um, so let's move on to our favorite genres, but I don't think we'd even... I don't even think we started <laughs> that. Well, um, I, you know what? I'll, I'll go ahead and make a pretty broad statement. I'm pretty sure Zach likes RPGs. You know what's the really funny bit? I wasn't even going to say that. I, I was going to avoid it because I figured somebody else would say it. <laughs> I, I actually yeah. have one that I wanted to talk about. Oh, is that the RPG one? Or? Um, I do really like RPGs. Um, I am midway into Persona, and that might be coloring my perspective on it. But uh, I will go. I'll, I will say mine less. I've kind of said enough stuff for right now. Okay. Zach, or sorry, Drew, is there any other genre you wanted to list or what it might be your favorite genre uh again like favorite is so strange because like my favorites are generally like they cross different genres like they they mix and match different elements and come together which wait makes the what what is it it's your favorite genre indie no oh like i, I feel oh weird when people i feel weird when people call indie a genre because it's just like you're talking about the development team yeah that that's another one that's that's kind of weird it's like some people say like I feel like I feel like some people use the like most of the time when I talk about genres it's the mechanics or stuff but I feel like every once in a while it's like how big's the dev team oh that determines its genres like why does that how does that determine genre that it's indie or it had a well, publisher can, for it I can understand because like an indie film usually has like a tiny has a tiny team and then like you know a film film is considered to have like a, a larger team and I think the paradigm holds true for games but like I. Well, uh, and there's definitely like an indie aesthetic, right? Like, yeah, I was about to say, Drew, to kind of kick it back to the previous one of like common genres. Do you feel like when somebody describes this as an indie game, there are some there are certain assumptions about it based that they call it an indie game? That's true, and that goes back to like you know the the community deciding you know what a genre is and what a category is. Like when I think of indie games, like the first things that shoot out to me are like smaller development team, maybe some pixel art, you know possibly a bit more like experimental gameplay or storytelling and those are all things i like but i don't think it's i don't know zach i'm really glad you brought that up it's definitely not my favorite genre but it's like a thing that bugs me when it comes up Mm -hmm. as a genre because i don't i feel conflicted you know all right so so why don't we go with your favorite genre though i need to know this now i mean again i don't have a i tend to really like stealth games like you know metal gear and dishonored um 
things that involve like a little bit of like sneaking and smoothing around because I'm very bad at doing that in real life because I'm 6'5". And uh, <laughs> in video games, I can be stealthy, but in real life, fucking everybody sees me because I am a tree. Um, so I, I do want to make mention to the rest of this podcast. If any of us here was going to be a rogue or a thief, it would probably be me. I'm kind of the smallest person of the three of us. Well, I was going to say it probably like Drew seems like he'd be the the kind of stealthy kind of guy. I, I, again, like I'm 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 loud. Like I I don't know I I would love that to be the truth, <laughs> but somehow uh, so like, I, I don't know. Uh, so one sorry, of your favorites ahead. is stealth. Do you have a particular flavor of stealth game that like genre that you like, like uh, sci-fi stealth? I mean, I get like when then it comes to like you know it's weird because we get back to like you know we have the mechanic and then we have the genre, and, or not the genre but like the like the theming right? And like I love mm. science fiction games. Like one of my favorite games is uh, it's not a stealth game whatsoever. It's uh, it's another genre mixing game. It's Metroid Prime. I think I've mentioned that before. Oh That's, yeah, yeah. And you like that game? I I think it goes under under like first person action adventure RPG. Uh, and then it's a sci-fi game. There's like five terms tied to what how you describe that thing. Yeah. Um, it crosses genres like you wouldn't believe. It does, and I love it. But like, I don't know if I were to say if I I can't sum that game up in one word. And I don't think I can do that with most games. And mm. maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. Yeah. I don't. Um, I feel like I'm just gonna throw tangents at you. So maybe Adam should go because like yeah. I could just yeah. <laughs> no, I mean I mean it's fine. Like that that's kind of the thing of like you know what's your favorite genre? It's like it's kind of hard because I feel like to pick out a favorite genre is like, I feel like it's really hard because sometimes you don't really like a genre, but you like a game, like a single thing from that genre. I don't know if that mm-hmm. makes sense. Uh, like the thing uh, that sticks out the most, I think. Yeah. Is like, like it could ha- it can be peppered with all kinds of different stuff, but like the thing that like kind of like is the post stamp for it. Like, yeah. I guess I'm trying to think because I've never thought of like what like oh here are all these games I play what genre are they all? It's mostly like I like this like this game and it happens to be in this thing. So I'm trying mm. to think what a favorite genre would be. Well, how about this? I- Take your favorite game or a game you really like, and then let's look at the genre or the different things that go into making it a game, right? Because you probably yeah. well, have multiple say, disciplines inside of that I, game. I was gonna say I probably lean towards like action RPGs and stuff as my mm. favorite, or like. I guess they've been called uh, character action, uh, or I've heard them called as spectacle fighters, where it's like, here's like this character, and you're doing, it's usually very, very fast-paced combat, uh, it's very usually very combat-focused, and you're trying to do the most like insane moves possible, uh, so, and I like, so those Devil are character action ones. Yeah, like, you're talking like Devil May Cry, or like Bayonetta, or something. Yeah, or stuff like that. Automata, actually. Yeah, and then I like the I like like the character action kind of game, uh, and then when you throw on like RPG elements and uh, you know like we said these are not the necessarily the I'm playing a role I'm playing a particular character, but there's a bunch of like stat growths and I can kind of build like customize my move set the way I want kind of things mm-hmm. like character action RPG stuff, uh, See, and then you get like different flavors like you know Bloodborne's a character action like RPG th- uh, game. And it's horror, like Eldritch stuff, and I liked that yeah. one. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, like if, if I could just like do a, like a little caveat to my favorite genre, I feel like it tends to go a lot more towards like the window dressing and the theming than it is the mechanic. Like you just started getting me to think about Devil May Cry, and I'm like, oh my god, I do love like the themes of Devil May Cry, and then the yeah. mechanics kind of come secondary. Maybe hmm. that's the thing. Whenever I think of my favorite genre of stuff, uh, this is going to sound really weird because it might sound contradictory to what we were saying of that 
when I talk about a game or try to describe one, I generally use its mechanics as its genre. But when I think of my favorite thing, I usually use the ideas of its themes or uh, or its narrative that that I like the most. If that makes sense. Yeah, no, it totally like, it does, and like I have the same problem, right? Or I don't even know if I don't know if I want to call it a problem. I don't but think like, it's a problem. I think it's because to talk about the mechanics is very jet like it's very a general term of like i think what we were saying is like uh when you talk about the mechanics it's just the this is exactly what you'll do but when you talk about narrative and theme those are more like you may or may not like these particular themes or or story elements but um is it like it's a little bit more into there is it fair to say that like a good way to categorize a game for you is to is to make sure you mention both because sometimes like i get really upset when like a game is like what it is is described and it's just mechanics right like it's just like mm-hmm. uh in first person puzzle rpg and that tells me nothing about what i'm going to be playing like i don't know like the dressing of it like that could technically yeah. be portal right that kind of like, that tells you what you'll do but that doesn't tell you like what it what or why you'll do these things yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think you need to have you have to have that sort of like um, sort of the emotional argument to the game because yeah. without that, the only real emotion you get from from the game is just the challenge of beating it. Mm. That's true. Um, yeah, I, I'd say that for my favorite like character action and then character action like RPG stuff. Now, granted, as I'm sure this is true for everybody. Just because you say, oh, this is my favorite genre, doesn't mean, like, you don't, like, love, like, other games that are, like, completely outside that. Oh, yeah. Stuff like oh, yeah. That. Like, oh, I, yeah. I, favorite is, like, super weird for me. Like, I mentioned stealth, but I can already think of, like, all kinds of other games that I like, and it's not because of their mechanic. That's just how I describe it to someone else. Mm. Yeah, so, um, my favorite genre, because it came back to me. Um, What's your favorite my, genre? My, my favorite genre is, I'm not good at it, but strategy games. Which come in three really? flavors. I thought, I thought you were pretty good at stra- when we played Civ Five. All right, you certainly kicked our asses. Yeah, I, I well, it's because I played a lot of Civ. Um, <laughs> so uh, there's three flavors of strategy game. Um, there is real time strategy games, your Starcrafts and your Warcrafts, and uh, I'm trying to remember Halo Wars is a is a real time strategy game. Uh, and that's damn. because like all the actions play out in real time. You're not, yeah, like everything's um, happening. All- and then there are 4x games, uh, which it sounds for four things. It's like explore. I I forget what the four X's all stand for, but it's like explore something something exterminate. Um, and that is that is usually tile based. It is usually turn based, and it is usually um it is usually like Civilization is the perfect example. Um, the civilization games. Uh, I have a game. Oh, uh, I forgot the name of it. I have it for you. Explore, expand, exploit, exterminate. What yep. are we? What are you talking about, man? That is that oh. is a four X game. That is a genre of game where that's the four things you do. I have never yeah. heard that term before. That is well, that like, is. Nice. Civ is a four X game, isn't it? Yeah, civilization is a four X game. See, but I just think of it as a strategy game. Like I just, you know, I'm it's building a sub, this. It's a subcategory of a strategy game. Uh, okay. Um, okay. And then the last one can be multi-leveled. It's a strategy, but then you get right down to the nitty-gritty. It's a 4x strategy. Yeah. Mm. And then well, the I, last I, one, and the one I I find the most amusing, despite like this is the one I'd say I'm really bad at, 
is the grand strategy game. What is the grand strategy game, Zach? Um, remember when I played Europa Universalis 4 for a lot while I was not working? No. No. Oh. oh <laughs> what is that? <laughs> um, what is it? I could. I, I have an entire album of pictures that could describe it to you. But basically, um, Paradox games do this a lot. But you don't have to have it necessarily be a copy of the Earth. But it usually ends up being like a copy of the Earth. Um, okay. It's basically they divide up the entire planet or large sections of the planet into uh, discrete sort of territories and areas. And mm-hmm. you can control those areas. And with a lot of with Paradox games, Europa Universalis does this and, and a few other ones do. All of the territory that you can expand into is already taken by someone else. And you pick one, you pick a nation, you pick a kingdom, you pick an empire. And uh, your main goal is to try and take over the world. Usually. Mm. That Sometimes it's just survived to the end. <laughs> wouldn't that be a... Uh, so if I'm understanding the grand strategy games, the, like the way you described that, wouldn't that also be a, a type of 4X game where... Um, grand strategy games X's, tend there... to lean really heavily on the interpolitics. Um, so, so grand strategy games is about navigating and conquering the world around you. Like there's mm. not really a lot of exploration involved. There's not really like expansion involves just taking territory from other people or sort of inheriting it and kind of like that. Uh, yeah. Ex- well, you don't really like exploit resources necessarily. Mm-hmm. It's it's very heavily invested in in the grand politics of everything going around you more so than than 4X games are. Exterminate is definitely a factor though. Okay. Um, I was going to say for your strategy course. one. Uh, I was going to say where you think like the turn-based uh, strategy games come in or do you think do you, do turn-based games not really fall under uh, I think, the genre of strategy? Um, I think uh, I think turn-based strategy games is sort of like a layer you can put on 4X games and grand strategy games. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't work with real-time games, obviously. Well, um, yeah, because turn-based think... are like are is like per turn, and the real-time is like no, it's constantly happening. Like yeah, yeah, right now. Um, so, so that's, that's kind of where I'm at with, with, with that, um, is, is I think if you took like, like in the real time, real strategy, real time strategy games sort of have their own genre because it's just a whole different kind of beast, but technically Europa Universalis is a real time strategy game. It's just, you can speed it up and slow it down and pause it whenever you want to. I, I have to tell you, Zach, I, I am definitely getting a, like back to that metaphor of like different variants of metal guy going on here like oh like yeah new metal and like I'm, that's how that's how what you're describing sounds to me like yeah we're getting into the minutiae here i'm really sorry about that anyways no 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 that's fine like i think it's cool that we have that i was gonna say from looking at our list of questions it sounds like we've kind of covered like cross genre stuff of like when multiple genres kind of like or, like get chained together in these like long ass like things of what, what was the one we were talking about a third person puzzle based action adventure rpg kind of thing Yes. Yeah, we've been we've been going over that intermittently. Yes, but I, mean, I think I, I I think the cross genre ones are are I can rarely think of a game where I could think of, where I can describe a genre in one word. It's usually like a couple of these, like mm-hmm. like mo- like older games. I think you might be able to get away with like calling it like oh yeah, this is a sports game or this is a yeah this is a puzzle game. But now like it seems like every game is the are like yeah are these like chain of like this is a sports puzzle game and it could very much just be the fact that like we've been playing games long enough to know how to define them like in finer detail like instead of just calling portal a puzzle game it's you know 
first-person sci-fi dark humor game or what have you. Yeah. Um, and that, that just depends on, like, who had, like, the attention span of the person you're talking to, right? Like, yeah. my coworker, I would say, like, yo, this is a puzzle game. Do you like puzzles? Cool. Check it out. Or yeah. if it has something to do with the, the theming, maybe I would tell them about that. Yeah. So, so... So I, I do have super- to say there are there are single genre games out there. Like Persona Five is an RPG, and it is just an RPG. Say again. And like Atlas makes a bunch of RPG games that well, are just like, RPGs. Okay. But see that that relates to Drew's question here, and what I was just about to say of, I remember taking uh, at UCSC a class called Film Twenty C, and one of the mm-hmm. quotes that actually uh, that I actually took away from me from that was something like. Every time you try to give something a definition, an artist or a developer will come by to show you to like make this thing that doesn't quite fit that definition. Yeah. Ooh. And so like you can call just Persona 5 like just an RPG, but then there's like a bunch of other aspects to it that make it more than like just an RPG. Mm. Yeah, I mean, like, like for me, it's it's a JRPG, right? Cuz it's very anime focused. Not it's not like a pure RPG. It's like a certain type. There is more well, flavoring to it. That this well, that's just a subheader under RPG. Yeah, but then, like, you can also be like, well, you know, you're going through and taking... A bu- like, you're going through all these dungeons, so is it then an adventure game because you're exploring there those? Um... But it's just stuff like that of, like... Uh, and why I brought up the cross-genre stuff is because I-, I feel like a lot of modern games don't fall under just, like... I guess when you re- if you really, really, really want to boil everything down, you could probably get the one... But then you miss out on like a lot of the finer details of the genre. Yeah, that's true. I I think that that that's absolutely true. Is that there's uh, you know, every game has every game contains multitudes. So well, I, I have all, a but I have a general purpose question for you both. A general uh, purpose question. Yes. Yep. Um, it, it goes across all genres. Um, just. Do you think there are any other issues that come up with categorizing games the the way we do these days? Like, can you think of anything we haven't talked about already that kind of, like, is a part of that discussion of, like, oh, this is a gaming type versus a gaming genre versus a gaming category? Like, I think I, kind, oh, of, kind of what we, we just had just now is that every, every time you, you try to put, like, a bunch of, like, you try to, like, really, like, nail down, all right, this is this kind of thing, you kind of lose a bit more of like what exactly some of that game is mm-hmm. and that but that's more of like every time you try to define stuff you kind of when you define something you limit it to and say oh it is this definition you limit it to that one but then there might be more elements to it that, that to it that expand that mm-hmm. i don't mm-hmm. um so i think in terms what? of games occasionally you know if you only it's exactly what you were saying like if you only define it by its mechanics you lose its theming but if you only define it by its theming and narrative you kind of lose out on all right, what exactly does the character or what does the player do mm-hmm. kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that's kind of like a unique part of video games in that because there's an element of you being able to interact, there there is a portion of like, I do need to be able to tell you what you're going to be doing, but I also need to tell you what this will be about as opposed to like a book or a movie where I feel like you can kind of get more way of like, it's a horror film, so people know, oh, it's going to be scary. But if you were trying mm-hmm. to do that with a game, it'd be like, Saying it's a horror game doesn't fully describe it. Yeah. I definitely agree with that. I don't know if there's anything else you guys want to add on to that, but that's kind of how I, I would yeah. say, no, like, I... you were asking, like, boxing stuff in, and then there was another one of how do we categorize other media versus games. No, mm-hmm. I like that. I like that. I actually, uh, so... I really like that as well. Um, yeah, it... I did it, guys. <laughs> Let's take that definition and write it in the dictionary now. Let's right. do it. 
Uh, you know what we should also do? What? I've been thinking to myself, and Drew, maybe you were leading in on this, but I'm going to lead us there now. Do it. What would be the greatest and most bestest genre that we could come up with? And what would be a game that would fit in it? Okay, so the greatest, most bestest genre has to have the word RPG in it at some yeah. point. Yeah, somewhere in there. <laughs> we're taking mm-hmm. on the, okay. the role of someone. Also, there should be there should probably be action involved in the game. I'm down so with that. So it's an action RPG. Okay. Um, I'd like it to be an adventure. I mean, how about a, mis- a mysterious adventure? Oh, that's like a it, bit much. <laughs> an action RPG adventure mystery. I Okay, so let's... Okay, so we've got... It's an adventure mystery. Those are the two mm-hmm. emotional engagements. Okay. It's an action RPG. Okay. It's, it's what an action RPG. is our camera? I prefer what? third person games, personally. Third, per- third person. Okay, third person certainly. works. That works. Third person action RPG, and it is an adventure mystery. Hmm. Can it be puzzle-based as well? Because there will probably be puzzles in our game. I feel like you have a game you're thinking of, and you're just pushing us into it. Could it be? Uh, no, I, I was actually trying to. I was trying to think like, what would be? What would be like? When I wrote this question, it was like, if you could like develop a genre that would be custom fit for you, what would it be? And what would be like the first game you'd make in it? But it always sounds like we've kind of done that. I feel like I'm we like, Frankenstein one together. Yeah, um, we, we're we're building a game right now, Adam. We're just building. So what do we, like, what do we have on the table right now? Someone remind me. It's a third-person mystery action-adventure puzzle-based RPG. Puzzle-based? Okay. Are we so, keeping the puzzles? I think we're keeping yes, the puzzles. Yes, we have to. It's a mystery. Okay. Mysteries have to have puzzles. Good point. A, good point. It's a third-person game, but is it also a side-scroller? Like at, at like a tilted angle? I, mm, I don't know. If, I don't know. I, I'm going to have to I'm gonna have to veto that. Oh, well, well, hold, I, on, I hold on. Hold uh, on, Zach. Is a third person inherently side like sorry? Is a side scrolling inherently third person? Because I really don't think you can have a first person side scroller. Yeah, that would be weird. Um, so I think side scroller side scroller describes the camera. Here, somebody type this out so I can keep track of this damn thing. I've got it. I've got it. We're third person mystery action adventure RPG puzzle. It's a good thing I'm not typing it because you'd totally be able to pick it up on the on my mic. Ah, it's okay. <laughs> I'm trying to think. What else would make... Oh, did you put it here? Okay, uh, that, but now I'm like trying to think of what the first game in this new genre would be. Or oh, you would you would be an adventurer hey, you in need to, a wait, mystery Wait, no, there's, there's a mystery. You gotta write mystery in there. The, the mystery is... What is the mystery? The mystery, the mystery is, is... What is this genre? Yeah, what the is this? No, no, Adam, 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 here's what it is. It's a very meta game about... It's a game uh, where you're trying to discover what you're about. Oh my god, that's a bit oh, much. Oh, that's good. That's good though. That's good. So it's a it's a meta third person mystery puzzle based action. So here's my question. Yeah. To say puzzle based action adventure RPG, does that mean the action adventure part of it is is done through puzzles, or there just happens to be puzzles in it? I think. Uh, hmm. I think. Like is the main mechanic solving I, puzzles? I want to. I want to mix these mechanics together. All right. How do we mix okay. together puzzles and action adventure RPG? Because uh, I can see action adventure RPG. It's the sort of third person perspective. You're swinging and slashing swords around. How do we get puzzles in there? Well, Any the t- puzzle okay. is to- you have to discover what genre you are. So eventually, once you've defeated all your enemies, you have to look down upon their dismembered bodies and just just ask yourself, what have I become? And the puzzle is, what have you become? Okay, oh. so you defeat the enemy. You've, you've sliced them and diced them, and all the parts are there. Then you have to, you have to put, like... Maybe it's like a slider puzzle kind of thing 
put this them all gross. back together to actually figure out what this did I just fight? So gross already. Yeah, this I'm is really, really gross. So it's a so it's a horror third person mystery puzzle based action on, adventure. We didn't agree on that. Like Anyways, so so how about this? How about this? How about your action adventure? So let's say obviously there's combat. It's action adventure RPG. How about the combat is sort of a puzzle into itself in the way that like uh uh you you have to sort of puzzle your way through engagements and uh you know how like most fights are are built in sort of this interesting manner um and they and they're built to be sort of uh like you have to solve them in a way. I think I think making like all of your encounters sort of like puzzles in the well, sense say, that you have to piece together what your enemy is like weak to or w- how you need to move the blocks in the middle of combat to defeat them. Oh man, solving puzzles in the middle well, of combat is a little wild. It'd be kind of interesting if like, okay, so you want to do an attack. So you attack the enemy, but beforehand you need to solve like a slider puzzle or some kind of I don't know why I keep getting stuck on slider puzzles. I think just cuz I think those you just the puzzles really like always... them and they're a part of your ultimate game. Yeah. Yeah, slider. Get, you know what, guys? If you were to ever walk into my room, it's just slider puzzles everywhere. Well, that's how we I'm get actually, in your room. That's right. It's slider puzzle, open the door, walk in, slider puzzle, put the room together so you can actually get to where I am. I like so, it. So if you want to attack, you have to, like, slider puzzle it or maybe, like, you know that Bioshock hacking thing, like, pipe dream kind of thing? You have to solve a puzzle to act, and, like, depending on how either quick or how accurate you did determines the effectiveness of your attack. Is this, this a, is this a sci-fi game while we're I at it? I feel like I feel like this is a I feel like this is like an action RPG with WarriorWare in the middle. That's not a bad idea. Mm, maybe. Because then because then you keep your uh, your moments a moment game. You know, cuz sometimes with turn-based it's like, "Oh, I'm just mashing X to get through." But if you have all these puzzles in between everywhere, then you're always doing something. That's interesting. Mm. Um, so there's I puzzles think, in like, between it, every combat and Every combat is itself a puzzle, and once you finish it, you you have to grow. You have to, you know, your character has to become stronger as it tries to discover what it is and what genre it's a part of. Maybe you can. There's there's a game I played that fits close to this definition. It just doesn't have as much as the mystery aspect. Which one is that? Uh, Near Automata. Ah. The thing is, is that it's not actually puzzles. Ah, then get it out of here. I don't care. Um, it's it's, it's not it is the perfect bullet hell segments. Whenever you try to, do you see bullet hell in this title? No, it is I'm not sorry. in this title. But you know what, Drew? It is now. How no, do we? No, Adam. Why? <laughs> why have you done this? Okay. No, um, okay. Get rid of that. Come on, we're so already in. The- as you're talking to characters, their words are coming at you like bullets and you need to dodge them to actually to get them into the letterbox and then you have to solve what they said so you could actually read the dialogue and then proceed to the next panel and it's a mystery so there's gonna be lots of talking i see i see and the word elements are how many words or do you shoot the words that are coming at you like are you shooting outwards or are words coming at you and you need to shoot them or are we a shooter now we I thought now. we were like a like a bullet hell shooter. Oh, we're a shooter. Yep. That's what I Well, like I, guess that, I guess that, that's, that's inherent. That is true. Okay. That is true. So, are we kind of in it? So, is that what we're going with? That's what we are. I like okay. it. Okay. Um. So that's that's this is really interesting. I feel like we have also created the worst you know what, Zach? genre as well. When I proposed this question, I what thought is your to myself, question? we should make the greatest 
but we're probably also going to make the worst. And I am surprised at how often those are often the same. Okay, so let, let's make the worst one, and then and then we'll cap it off at that. So quickly, let us create the worst possible genre for the worst possible game in the universe. Driving game. Some, it has to involve driving. <sighs> a golf driving game. You are golf the, driving. You are the golf you're, you're driving a golf cart. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> no. So in this game, Wait. in the driving in driving golf game, you're not actually golfing. You are the golf caddy who is driving people. Uh, well, we so, gotta add more genres to that. Okay, so if you're a golf it's caddy, puzzle-based. No, 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 no. We're not. No, no. We already did Mr. We already did puzzles. What? Okay. Simulator. Simulator. So life Drew. Is that oh, what yeah. you're saying? Life Simulator. That is the worst genre. Oh, life. You mean like The Sims? Yeah, yeah, like you, you, like it's a simulator game, right? Like you know, okay. a driving, a a driving golf, uh, golf walking simulator. Well, no, it can't be a walking simulator if you're driving. That just Let's, doesn't work. Maybe That's crazy. Maybe uh, a survival. It's got to have survival elements. <laughs> <A> survival. Okay, <laughs> Zach, a driving golf life simulator survival game. Pitch me a game that falls into this category. Second I, person. A second-person driving golf How life simulator. What person? is second-person? You're just watching someone play the game. Is it, wait, so... so. You know what? Hold on. Would that be second? So first-person is you're playing You're playing from a first-person perspective. Third-person is from a third-person perspective. Second-person would be somebody telling you what you are doing. Hmm. So oh, maybe yeah. you're just... Huh. No. You know what? I like that. You have no control <laughs> over this game. <laughs> Someone's telling second you how person. you're playing this. So we have a second-person driving golf sim, uh, driving golf survival life simulator, mm, with crafting elements. Oh, yeah, but gonna, oh, well, that's is that part of the survival one or? Yeah, that's got it's part of the survival genre. <laughs> All right. Oh, right. So what do you? So so you're driving around as this golf caddy, carrying people around, sort of living your life and trust, just trying to make it by. And mm-hmm. you don't have any control over what you do. You are instead instructed onto what to do, and all you do is press the buttons. I love it. I, wow, that, that is the worst. That sounds horrible. We did I, it. Oh, did it, gents. I'm, I'm very proud. Now, here's the here's the real tragedy of what we've just made. This game, this second person driving golf survival life simulator, it will win an indie game festival award. Uh... <laughs> I mean, you're not uh, wrong. It's very possible it could if it if it had a a quirky aesthetic and had a few funny jabs. Art? Say what? Would it have pixel art? You know, why don't you just slap indie on top of that while you're at yeah, it? Yeah, just you know put what? indie in there. Just throw there it in there. Just just throw it. Uh, we did it. Uh, can we put triple A at the top of our of our greatest one, or should we throw some, or should we just leave that as is? No, just leave it as I think is. We should just leave it as I think is. I'm in I'd level like studio to, this to make I'd this like game. I'd like to make it a J third-person mystery puzzle based yes. adventure <laughs> yes i love it excellent oh, man. oh god um, you know what the more i'm thinking about this as the greatest genre i'm like i think some of these actually already exist i'm sure if we like, search for it we could find something very close yeah that's right well, well i already said where like, it already exists and you can already buy it like near automata misses like two of the genres in the in the best one mm-hmm. um but it misses the puzzle the puzzle component where you have to gather the words and then solve what the hell the characters just said to you. It's very important. Oh man. Uh do we wanna do do we wanna do some pour outs? I do. Alright. I'd like to make a pour out 
for the entire game industry that it doesn't already have a J third person mystery puzzle based action adventure RPG bullet hell. Uh, When's that going to happen, game industry? (laughs) Game industry? What are are we getting? Uh, No, but for real, pour out. I'm going to pour one out for all of the. for all the orbs I'm about to spend in Fire Emblem Heroes trying to get some characters. This is gonna mm. this is gonna be expensive. I've stockpiled all of these these items to, to get characters just for these new ones that are coming out. So and they're coming out tomorrow, so I'm gonna have to see if I can get them. Alright, I'm all gonna right. I'm gonna I'm gonna pour one out for my current mic stand, otherwise known as Yakuza Zero. Thank you, Yakuza Zero. You're doing a really you good job of helping it? me get closer to my mic. How dare you use Yakuza Zero like that? <laughs> I'm. Uh, let's see here. I'm gonna pour one out for. I'm gonna pour one out for whatever genre DDR is, because I think it's a dancing game, and I didn't get to talk about it, so I'm gonna pour one out for it. Oh yeah, I, That's oh, true. Man. We did kind of we did kind of skip rhythm and dance games entirely. I think it's Sad. because we're all probably pretty bad at them. I mean, I have a lot of rhythm and groove. I. I played some right, DDR good point. today. Zach, Zach, I think it's time for a lovely lesson. All right. Hey there, everybody. It's time now for the lesson of the day. Today's lesson is when you're feeling blue, don't worry. The sky will come up and then everything will get brighter. And that's the lesson of the day. Thanks, everybody. Oh, that was that was beautiful, Zach. <laughs> Warms my heart. <laughs> I didn't realize this would be an emotional podcast genre. <laughs> well, you know, it's funny. I... I I got that lesson because I looked at the, uh, I was looking at my, uh, Chrome and there were a bunch of tabs that had little blue icons and so. Aww, well that was very, uh, very nice. Drew, make sure you change the genre to inspiring for our podcast now. I, I am throwing that in there. I'm going to put a nice little hashtag inspiring so that everyone knows what genre we are. I'm gonna uh, like, it's, it's gonna be fantastic when you put that in there and then like people are gonna get like, listen almost all the way through and be like what the fuck are they talking about inspiring like where does that come in and the the true fans will know the true fans will listen the entire way through yeah it's inspiring that we just talked for an hour and 40 minutes or so that's pretty good oh boy howdy and we we thank everyone who has decided to listen to us for that hour and 40 or whatever the final timestamp is uh we'll figure it out if i wanted to send some comments and concerns to to the to this group of three where would I send them? Why, Adam, you would send them to teamnitwick at gmail.com, spelled team, N-I-T-W-I-C, at gmail.com. Damn, we're getting so good at this. We, we really are. are. Good. And I tell you what, Adam, for people who enjoyed the music that we're going to done play, they could head uh-huh. on over to Bandcamp and look for this cool guy named Pro Leader, because he, uh, he lets us use his music, because his music is super sweet, and so is he. What a, what a pro. What a what pro a pro. And what a leader. What a champion, really. What, does he have a volume of measurement? What? Yeah, I don't know. I Like, how do you spell pro leader, by the way? Like D-leader, uh, but with pro. It's oh, true. Okay. So the, the R at the end is capitalized. That's not a that's not a mistake. It's just that's how he does it. Shit, right. that, means he's, that means he's legit. That's, that's yeah, too, that's... He's too good for us, right? He's too uh, legit on, to quit. On that note, I, I think I'm going to say farewell. Farewell, everybody. Goodbye, Goodbye. Right. Bye, everybody. Later. Later next week or whenever. Yeah. Come back real soon.
Hello, strangers on the internet, distilling happiness into an empty void. Welcome to a piping hot episode of Now That's What I Call a Video Games Podcast. Today's episode, Now That's What I Call a Convoluted Genre Definition. Okay, Tonight we break down... <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. Oh my god, fuck you, Zach. <laughs> <laughs> what happened? He was doing it. It's okay? It's what okay? Ah... Um, what were you saying, Zach? Was there a thing? No, um, just keep the going. Importance? Keep going. I'll explain okay. after. Okay. Uh, you know, I'm gonna restart. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna right. restart that. <laughs> okay. My apologies. It's okay. Clap two. Any more little giggles you gotta get out? You, are you <laughs> no, good? I'm good. You good no, chuckle? just it was it was just something that like Drew said, like spitting happiness into the void around us. I was just like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Keep it. In. I'm clapping. I'm clapping in three, two, one. Hello, strangers on the internet, distilling happiness into an empty void. Welcome to a piping hot episode of Now That's What I Call a Video Games Podcast. Today's episode, Now That's What I Call a Convoluted Genre Definition. Tonight we break down genre definitions. We, oh shit. I said it twice in a row. I said it twice in a row. That's not what that I wanted. You did. Ah, it's because it's because before it was the another most title. difficult intro it's ever been. <laughs> are we doing this again? We are doing it again. Okay, okay. wait. Fuck Let's it, we'll do it live. Fuck <laughs> we do it live. <laughs> down. I, I don't know why I just repeated you, Adam. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't add anything. Category. Okay, I'm sorry, Adam. I don't okay. know why I repeated you. I didn't add anything. So this time for real, and if I fuck up, I'm just gonna not even give a shit. Okay. I want so all of these to be in. I'm <laughs> <laughs> really, yeah, just... I'm really. Oh, oh lord. Okay. Three, okay. two. Three, two, one. Oh, Hello, st- Son giggled, of a fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you fucking giggled. Ah, uh, it's okay. Oh, no. uh, that was- I Something dropped and fell, and I'm gonna put it away now. I'm sorry. Let's- One more time. <laughs> Alright, I'm getting- I'm, I'm looking at the iris. Three, two, one. <laughs> 